Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ask Anything presented by Mosher Consulting. I'm your host, Angel Leon, Mosher's Director of Personnel. We're glad you're with us for this episode of Ask Anything. And with us today is, he's back, <laughs> our CPR expert, uh, our career revivalist is back. Tim Mack, our Mosher's Director of Data, is back with us today. And he brought a guest. This time, we also have Sean Watts, who's one of Mosher's Consulting's principal consultants. And they're here to talk about data management as a service. You probably heard the term software as a service, but have you ever heard about data management as a service? How can your company benefit from defining that large amount of data? Maybe you want to harness that data in order to improve its reliability and efficiency, ensuring that you meet regulatory requirements. All that and much more will be answered on today's Ask Anything. First, let me welcome my guest once again, Mosher's Director of Data, Tim Mack, and our Principal Consultant, Sean Watts. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be here. All right. Well, let's start with the basics, as we often do here on Ask Anything. What is data management? I think of the best scenario I ever heard for data management was way back in the beginning when I was revitalizing my career, as we like to talk about. Um, imagine you had a phone book back when they printed phone books, and you needed to find someone's name. What if it wasn't alphabetized? What if you just had a book of names? How would you find it? Think of data management of, okay, how do I organize data in such a way that I can retrieve it and get it quickly, efficiently, and give business value back to the business that I'm working at? So if I had just names in a book, how would I ever find Anhel's uh, phone number when he lived 10 houses ago? Um, Today's modern technology, we, we all take that for granted. We, we grew up with the internet. Uh, data management has been around us, whether we knew it or not. And if you're old, like some of us, you might remember Fortran cards that were data management and just punches. Um, I won't admit that I took a Fortran class, but I know what it is and I programmed in it. Um, but data management has been around a long time. I think what we've seen with the advances in the internet and everything coming forward is we now have access to data anywhere and everywhere in our life. Um, so how do you manage all that data? What are the things you can do with it? Um, how do you deliver value from data? We have so much data in our lives. Can we deliver value out of it? Sure. Um, but how do we get the right data to the right people? Data management kind of dances around all those things. Uh, most companies have lots of data sources out there. Who you are as a customer, what you bought recently, how do I advertise more of that to you? How do I drive more sales at you? All that comes from data that you're putting out on the web or putting out in the world. There's people like Mosher Consulting that are back there helping you manage that. I have all this data, what can I do with it? What, what insights can I get? What things can I grow out of that? And I think data management has evolved over time from just inside a business to the internet. And now the big thing is artificial intelligence. Um, AI learning out there, what can I learn automatically from you? We're kind of growing into those same things, but it, the root base of that, if you will, is data management underneath that. What are we doing with the data? How are we controlling access? What can we do to help you get better access to data? And then okay. small nutshell, data is an acorn. It's growing into this big gigantic tree and we're trying to prune little pieces of it off for what we want to do. And yes, I am a forestry nut. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Tim, I think you, you nailed it. And I think the, the big piece to why this is becoming more to the forefront with companies nowadays 
is for decades, we've been collecting data and we've been looking at it, but we've never really tried to dive deep into it. And as it's kind of grown, we've honestly, we've thrown hardware at it, right? Let's add more drive space. Let's add more CPU. Let's add more memory, whatever it is. And at some point we kind of run out of resources or we hit a point to where cost is, is too great from that aspect. So how do we go about it and start efficiently retrieving this information or store this information to that point, right? Because they're realizing these companies want to utilize it, but they're having issues of trying to utilize it because it can't perform. It, it, you can't get to it. I mean, you can get to it, but it's slow. And so what do we do from that aspect? Um, and that's really where this comes about, right? And how we manage the data and what we utilize from it. I think the two of you make great points. I love the phone book example, Tim, because it, it does does bring back a lot of memories, just a hanging phone book from the, from the phone booth, you know, in the old days. But then uh, if I may add just one thing about AI, Skynet, not yet. Just take a little <laughs> bit longer. <laughs> But you're, but do you guys, I mean, when we talk about data, right, we can pretty much pull data from just about anything that either our company's putting out or information that they're getting in. And you can manage that data from many different angles. I mean, of course, at Mosher, we have Honeycomb, uh, which is our data HRIS. Basically, it doesn't replace your HRIS, but it helps you make it a little bit better. But there are many other tools that you can use. So, what is data management as a service? You alluded to a little bit of this in the beginning. I've talked about different software as a service, infrastructure as a service. There are kind of those different platforms today that individuals are starting to go to, right? We're not going to have hardware on-premise. We're going to start utilizing the cloud from that standpoint. We're just kind of branching away from that, off of that, and just kind of going down the path of, hey, you know what? I've got a DBA team or a data team, but I need supplemental stuff because with all this data, we need to be able to utilize it. Well, wait a minute, I need a team dedicated to take care of it and maintain it and make sure things are performing and functional from that aspect to companies that are, hey, we're in a market to where we, we've we got our, our application development team managing our databases. Well, they can't get our, our app out the door because they're also dealing with database issues. So we need to come in and, and have a team take care of this and versus I'm going to go have the capital of, of hiring people to come into my company. We look at it from data management as a service is that service offering is there, right? So let's, let's look and see how can we utilize the service piece of this to augment our current team. When we say augment, we're, we're really working with them, right? We are part of their team. It's not a complete separate entity the way we look at this. We look at this as one IT team moving forward. Um, I always use the additive of we're all in the boat rowing in the same direction, right? And that's the same path we want to go on with this as our team is integrated with the team that's at you know the customer side. And the way we kind of approach it from that aspect is we look at it as a, uh, a diverse team, as a, as a huge team-based approach to this. And we look at it as a diverse team to make it scalable, uh, depending on environment size. And that diverse team, a lot of times makes up the, the pieces of, hey, I need my operational DBA. I need someone to come in and make sure, hey, I've got security in place. I've got backups in place. I've got my maintenance going on. Anything that you can think of from an operational, it's up and running today. It's gonna to be up and running tomorrow. 
you're focused on it and making sure that everything is functional. To the next piece of, hey, we've got performance DBAs on the same team. When performance issues come up, as we were talking about, how do we get to this data? Oh, we're having slow issues. These reports are slow or the application's slow to return the data. We then at that point need to have a team come in and, and look and see what's going on. And sometimes you see, well, that's, that's the performance team. We're gonna have to reach out to them. We don't want to go down that path. We want a team that's cohesive and knows the environment from an operational and a performance standpoint. So you already know the landscape because when we come in, we want to understand what's the architecture, right? What are we setting on server-wise? What is connecting to this? What applications are running? How's the network configured, servers configured? What teams are interacting with it? And so when you build this diverse team from an operational standpoint and performance standpoint, you've got everyone together understanding what is going on in that one environment. So no matter what the issue comes up, we can go react and know versus, oh, I've got to pull someone in to then get them up to speed on the environment because then we're, you know, we're losing time from that aspect, right? And they're not able to take action right away to where, hey, we could be talking, hey, we're down for five minutes, which could be millions of dollars for a manufacturing industry because they're not able to run stuff down the line. So we've got to be able to react instantaneously to that. And I would say um, some of the successes that we've seen with uh, our clients and partners in the past is the Mosher team of professionals comes in works with their team and really frees them up to focus on business growth, business things that they know about their business that we haven't been exposed to yet. And we can do the behind the scenes things of keeping database access running, keeping uh, security patches, those sorts of things going on while they're still growing the new business, growing the new app. Yes, the database is growing behind it, but now they're not worrying about that. They can focus on the new thing that upper management wants to deliver by the end of the month. We've now freed up staff to work on that. I think that meshing and them taking uh, that workload off of uh, their in-house DBAs has really helped us grow this offering and we've seen uh, great success with that. And then as Sean mentioned, we have a few customers that I hate to say it, but they have an accidental DBA. They have someone on staff that was doing something <laughs> else and need to take care of some right. database things on the side. So. They're doing the best they can with what they know, but they haven't seen it. They're not experienced with it. We can come in and help them with that. And the team approach helps us deliver all that. The other thing we like to do is help you learn how to do this. So we're not always there. So if you want to train your staff, we'll work with you doing that sort of thing too. Get your staff up to speed and get them doing the same things that we're doing. So it, it, we'll work ourselves out of the job if we do it right. How's that? So to, to kind of what you were talking about, Tim, a little bit coming in and taking care of that stuff, heading off issues so they can then focus on what they need to do. Kind of our approach into this, right, is we're going to come in and assess the environment, right? We're going to look at it. We're going to understand what is going on currently today. We're going to then build a roadmap out of that to understand, okay, here's what we see. Here's the roadmap to get you to your new baseline. So we initially assess it, get a baseline, and then we're going to work to go to that next baseline. And as we're kind of working to that next baseline, we're onboarding the client and we're working with them on these action items. We're then getting in and, and managing the environment and understanding what's happening. 
at the same time that we're kind of going through the process of implementing new things and looking at, hey, how do we need to optimize this, right? At the same time that's coming out of that. And all of this is documented. So to Tim's point is we want this documentation, one for us, anyone that's on our team, but also for our clients, because ultimately it's our client's infrastructure, it's our client's data. They are allowing us to be in here and work in their environment. So we want to make sure we are completely transparent on what our plans are, what we're doing inside their environment, and work very closely with them. It's not a, we come in and just do it. It's, it's very much a customized per the client's needs. So that assessment will go over with them and we'll talk through our plans. Or even if it's after the fact, we see something else pop up. We're going to work with the client to, to let them understand this is what we're seeing. This is how we would approach it and how we should move forward with it. And there's that continuous back and forth with our client to really get their feedback and to really tailor the whole service piece to what their needs are. And that's a whole part of that whole partnership that we look at. And as I kind of alluded to of, we're part of their team, not just someone coming in and, and taking care of something and getting out. We are there to be working together and to make sure that we are moving it forward. You basically just explained the whole process. And that's, I mean, as we've seen in the past with the way Mosher comes in with other teams, it seems in data management, it's no different. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we do as an organization when we go into your business a little bit later, but you touched on this a little bit, but what is the importance of data management as a service for an organization? The importance, and let me kind of answer that a little bit by talking through some of the offerings that, that are included in data management as a service, and, and then I'll tie it back into that piece. Sure. Under the data management as a service umbrella, we've got six different offerings that we look at inside of here. And again, working with the client to understand their needs and how these offerings play into that. But we're dealing with the administration side, right? You're dealing with your routine maintenance stuff, your security, your backups, patching, quarterly checkups. That's the whole part of continuous improvement side of things. We're then going in and we're monitoring at the instance level, what's going on inside the database, what's going on inside a SQL server, and then going up a level to, hey, what's going on at the OS level, looking at, you know, from memory disks, CPU, how, how are we performing from that aspect? And which way are we trending? Are we trending in the correct direction or are we seeing hotspots? And then we've alluded a lot to the, the performance side, because that always seems to be a, a hot topic for a lot of clients, because usually... We, we hear from clients when they've got a performance issue, and that's a lot of times when they're like, hey, we need to talk about this. So we've included that into the offering piece to where we're going in and understanding how are we querying this data? How are we pulling it out of the system? How are we utilizing it? How, is the, how, is the, how are the tables structured? How are the indexes? Back to Tim's phone book, I always use the Dewey Decimal System and the uh, card catalog because if you go into a library to try to find a book, you don't wanna scan every single book to find the book you want. You gotta to go to the card index, go find it, grab the card and then know where I can go pull that book. No different, where do I go pull this data from? Which record, which data page, where is it sitting from that standpoint? And then from the uh, database consulting is, is included in this. And that's a lot of, hey, we wanna strategize. And we want to understand how do you want to utilize your data? How do you want to utilize your environment 
as we kind of move forward, and I alluded to the the kind of the road mapping, that's a lot on that road mapping piece of where do we want to be in one month, six months, uh, two years? What do we need to be planning for? And then we talked uh, a little bit about like high availability, which means, hey, we've got an organization that needs to achieve five nines. How can we do that? What's our setup? What's our configuration that needs to be there? So kind of going into those offerings, like everything is in included from that aspect. And we really try to look at it and work with the client to understand, hey, here's what we have available. Understand what their needs are and customize it from that aspect and kind of move forward from there to make sure not one shoe fits all sides of feet, right? It's a what fits best for them and what's going to make sense. I have my little sales pitch. I'm going to sneak it in here and you guys can edit it out if you don't need it. So one of the things and I think it's in our, our PowerPoint presentation, we provide our customers with predictable business focus database services that optimize their data, manage the risk of security and things around their data, deliver data efficiently to their business, and keep your business running and growing to the next thing. So that's our ultimate goal with data management and service. You don't have to worry about your data anymore. You worry about growing your business and the Mosher team will work with your staff and our professionals to make sure that your data is optimized, ready, protected, and always there for you when you need it. To also in, in be included in that is that we're really looking at this from a proactive side of things, um, proactively managing their environment. We need to know what's going on at all times, comes around talking about with the monitoring and that piece of it. We can't just kind of hop in every so often to see, hey, oh, it's still up and running. I mean, that, yeah, that's great, right? But it's, we need to catch things before they happen. And I always use the, the ninja phrase that, you know, we kind of need to be ninjas behind the scenes so no one knows what's going on. And wait, wait a minute, why, why do we have DBAs again? Oh, we, they're doing this and they're doing these five things. Okay. I didn't know that. And, and that's right. kind of the goal, right? Is, is to not really know what's happening behind the scenes because right. we're proactively taking care of it. And that's where the, you know, the kind of the difference comes in and, and where we try to go about it is to make sure that issues don't bubble up to where customers are seeing it and, you know, C-suite seeing it, it whoever that would be. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be a ghost and do a great job and nobody notice me because there's nothing to notice than be on the word of mouth of somebody, you know, the higher ups and then knowing that, hey, I'm in trouble because I haven't been doing my job. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ninja. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, you know, everyone wants to be the hero, but sometimes it's like it's better to be the, the ninja than the hero because then they yeah. don't know about it. Because then if, yeah, it's great. You came in and fixed it, but you know, then you get those questions of, well, how did this happen? And why did we get to this point? And we want to try to head those types of questions off. Still happens at times, but you want to try to head those off and, and get it taken care of. So yes, I, I agree on the ghost, right? From that aspect. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think you brought up a very good point about being proactive and just making sure that we are on it and that if we see something that might need tweak or change, then we are proactive in doing it so that it doesn't mess up the rest of the environment that, we, that we've that we claimed as our own now as, as we work with that data. 
So I think that's as important. I mean, because that's what I feel puts us at Mosier apart in that we are always looking for ways to make sure that the flow of information, the flow of the data remains excellent, that we are in the background, like you said, like a ninja, just making changes and you know, nobody noticed those changes because that's what we're doing. We're catching them on time and we're just working them. What do organizations gain by having a good data management as a service? It comes down to that peace of mind is really what they get from this type of service. They've got a dedicated team overseeing their environment, proactively working in their environment to know what is happening. And they've got a, a trusted partner to work with them, say they're going out and they're looking at a new uh, software system to bring into house behind that software system and behind most software systems, unless it's, you know, kind of software as a service is going to be some sort of database component because you got to store that information somewhere. That's kind of that added value of, of this team is coming in and sitting in on those calls to work with the client to really help them from the, the database aspect and the infrastructure aspect and working with their sysadmins and their network team and understanding and their app team to understand, hey, we're, we're bringing in this new software. How is this going to affect the current landscape? Are we going to tip the balance somewhere? So it's really that, that working with them and continually looking and understanding how different elements are affecting their environment and that as I kind of alluded to in the very beginning, it, it's all about that proactive side, right? And them knowing since we are proactive in their environment, they've kind of got that peace of mind that, hey, Mosier's sitting there looking at our environment. They're going to let us know, hey, we've got someone trying to hack into the database, or we've got a rogue developer going out trying to run a query that's going to bring down our production environment. How did they get access? And, and kind of talk through those scenarios. It's it's that peace of mind to know that, unfortunately, we're the gatekeeper for the databases and they've got to go through us, in a lack of a better word, they've got to go through us to understand what should or shouldn't we be doing in the environment and how is it going to affect everything else that's running on that system. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Honestly, it's a very good thing. 100% agree with that, right? Some look at that as it's a barrier and it's a hard spot to be in at times because you've got to be the bearer of bad news. But you have to have that check and balance in there. If you don't have right. checks and balances, people can do whatever they want. And then you end up in a bad situation to where, oh, no, we're off the rails. Our website's down. Our application's down. We can't process claims. Oh, we can't you know, run the line in a manufacturing industry. So now we've just brought down a, a whole line that's going to cost us. 500,000 or a million dollars in this next 30 minutes until we figure out what is going on. I want to bring Tim in real quick because I know we haven't talked about feedback a lot, but how important is that feedback from the customer when we are working and when we're you know doing the things that we do in the background as ninjas? How important is that feedback piece that we're getting back from them, especially if if we're being ninjas and we're not really out there and nobody's really talking about us, but it is, it's very important to still receive feedback, right? Absolutely. I, I think uh, customer feedback is critical to their success and our success too, of what we're doing. One of the things that we bring with our data management as a service is position we call an engagement manager. So we have an engagement manager that is engaging with the client, finding out what things are going on, what are they planning in the next month, two months, three months, six months, a year, 
start that communication process early so that we can start planning and having our team ready, having infrastructure ready, have database things ready. A perfect example I can give you of something that is occurring right now with one of our customers is we're working on a disaster recovery test. It's the first one they've ever done. So we stood up a hot site, cloned their database so it's running to another data center. They have a list of all the things that need to get done there's not a single item on the list that, hey, the DBAs need to check this and this. It's all the applications that plug into our database because we've done all the ninja work. They let us know six months in advance it's coming, so we got everything planned and ready. Our DBA ninjas are standing there ready to go, and it's all going to be an application show on the front side of it. The database is going to be there ready, working, everything's planned to go. And I think having that conversation early with the customer and with the DBA team that we're supporting you with and planning all that out makes a seamless transition of all these activities going on. You get to keep growing your business, your database is running in the background and everything's working. You're not having any hurdles. No one's going to the CFO and saying, I need more money because I outgrew my hardware. We've planned that, we're giving you estimates. Hey, six months from now, you might wanna look at this. 12 months from now, based on your current growth and your data usage, you're gonna be need to be looking at this and you should start budgeting. So we're doing all those conversations with our engagement manager and with those meetings and that constant communication, all those things are being taken care of. No one's blindsided by anything. We're happy, you're happy. And then just keep on going. Tim, absolutely. I 100% agree with everything you're saying. I mean, the engagement manager is a key element to all this. And the person who's there to really work as the trusted advisor with the client. I mean, they're sitting there making sure, hey, the Mosier team is doing what they need to do, making sure that the client is providing what they need to provide and we're, and making sure they're doing what they should be doing. They're kind of that quarterback uh, that's kind of running and making sure that we're still moving down the field. And, uh, you know, to, to keep with that analogy, I mean, they're going to sit there at, at times and even block and tackle to make sure that resources that are working, whether it's a Mosier resource or a client resource, is able to accomplish their goals and they're not blockers in the way. So they're making sure they're removing all those blockers so they can continue to achieve their goals and really work with the customer to understand you know, what kind of landscape are we looking at moving to, right? So like in the scenario you're talking about, we're dealing with the disaster recovery piece, that engagement manager is, is clearly working with them to know, okay, here are your different options. And we're going to set that out. We've worked with the DBA team from our standpoint, here's what we're seeing. We then work with the client to say, here are your different possible options and the direction we can go. And that's that, you know, customizing it with the client and working with the client it's not a, well, this is the way it needs to be done. It's a, here are a couple different possible solutions. Here are the prices for those possible solutions, or here is the time frame for those solutions. Where do those things intersect? Because it always comes down to, okay, I need things done as fast as possible, but I want to pay as little as I can. Well, mm -hmm. those things don't intersect, but what do, right? Where, mm -hmm. where can we get to the point of... <laughs> Yeah, okay, we can get it done in this time frame and it's going to cost X. Okay, that's the perfect sweet spot and it still achieves the goals of the client. And that's the ultimate end goal. And so I want to move quickly before we before we go. We've talked about in the past in other episodes of Ask Anything about the services that Mosher provides to our clients and how they are really second to none. Our data management service is no different. So what can you tell us about this and what really sets us apart? 
I would say the company started as a data management company way back in the beginning as Ty starting out as a DBA and that's kind of in our DNA and in our roots. And one thing that I think we do more efficiently than anywhere else I've been, including clients, sorry, clients, we really have a team approach to everything we do. So everyone is working together. You can ask a question of anyone on your team that you're working with. And even if we get some things that are outside, like so maybe it's a software as a service problem or it's a automation problem. We can talk to other people in Mosher and say, hey, I'm seeing this as a client. What have you done with it before? So we have other parts of the company that we can reach to and, and get them help and some ideals and bring those back to the customer. And I think that really makes us efficient and a well-oiled machine of everyone working together, getting feedback from everyone. No one is uh, trying to say, well, no, that, that's outside of my boundaries. I can't do that. We get some help, give you ideals and recommendations and get you in touch with someone if it's more than what we can do. And I think that that really shows with all the customers that we worked with and, and how we've advanced with what we've done. I absolutely agree with everything there. And, and the one thing I always talk to our clients about is, is when you, even though you're working with the, the database team and the data department, you have the backing of all of Mosher's 300 plus consultants. We have those to what Tim said at, at our fingertips from that aspect of we're seeing some sort of, well, this is kind of odd. Why is this happening? And we then bounce that off of the teams internally to get that additional feedback and, and thoughts of, hey, we've seen this, uh, you know, this client or that client, and, and we can bring that to, you know, the current client that we're working with. And so it's, you know, amongst those 300 plus consultants, you've got a vast experiences from what they brought in to also what clients they are working on and situations mm -hmm. they've seen to then bring to the plate of when you're working there and with our client to solve an issue. And I think to me, that is a huge asset and a huge difference. And that's one thing that's that's really been awesome at Mosher to me is I don't care what team or department or anything, if, if you've had a question or you've come across something, anyone and everyone at Mosher is willing to help out and to kind of, you know, step in and and see if they can help you solve what's going on, or at least send you down the right path of, of what's going on. And that's a, that's a huge asset to me. I agree. The, the diverse skill set that we have within our workforce is amazing. And I've seen it firsthand. I'm sure you, Sean, and you, Tim, have seen it firsthand as well when you've needed to reach out across divisions or departments. And you can, you know that you can tap on somebody on the shoulder and said, hey, could you come look at this problem? And as we like to say that we are here at Mosher, we are problem solvers. We are people who like to take on a challenge. So that is the neat thing about working for this organization is that you got so many people that always are on the hunt for those challenges. To me, it's like, I mean, that's the fun part, right? That's, uh, I mean, and everyone I know that I work with, that's that's what we truly enjoy is going out and, oh, what's the what, what's, what's the problem here? Okay, let's let's go dive into this and let's let's have fun doing this. I mean, it's it honestly, it's not a job. It's just a, it's an enjoyment thing, and it's you know, it's it's really going in and figuring out what's what's going on and and helping try to come up with the solutions and provide those. I would say if you listen to the CPR thing, one of the things I talked about was I really like the mental challenge that there's always something 
to figure out or a problem to solve. And I think we've done a good job of growing that internally uh, with our teams and the people that everyone basically interfaces at that level. Hey, how do we solve this problem? What's, what can we look at? Have we tried that? Um, so a lot of problem solvers on staff and, and that culture is just spread from the top down. Everyone here wants to help you solve that problem. And like Sean said, it's fun. It's like you're working with a, a group of family members, a group of friends solving a problem. It is, it is. And with that, I wanna say thank you to Tim Mack and Sean Watts for being with me here today on Ask Anything to Talk About Data Management as a Service. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening in to this week's edition of Ask Anything presented by Mojo Consulting. We hope you enjoyed listening to our very own Tim Mack and Sean Watts on how data management as a service could benefit your organization. Join us next time when we continue to dive deeper with our resident experts and what they're currently working on. Remember to send us your ideas or topics via our social media feeds. In the meantime, please remember to give us a rating and subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcast. Until then, be like a ninja. Go. Oh.